talking like you belong. Takes more than that, doesn't it? What? To steal from the Empire? What do you need? A uniform, some dirty hands, and an Imperial talking? <laughs> They're so proud of themselves. They don't even care. They're so fat and satisfied. They can't imagine it. Can't imagine what? That someone like me would ever get inside their house, walk their floors, spit in their food, take their gear. You got the money, I got the box. What else is there to talk about? Cassian Ander. Let's get to it. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions and or Recap. My name is still Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hudge. And usually joining me here in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon is Master Blywalker, Luke Bly. But he's been sent on a uh, secret mission by Sergeant Wifey. Uh, so he's not going to be here this week. Instead, I'm joined by a man who's cut from diamond and bleed champagne. You'll recognise him from the Collector's Guild. It's Dave Dunn. How you doing, mate? Hey, man. Yeah, I'm very good. And thank <laughs> you so much for that um, illustrious <laughs> introduction there. That was absolutely wonderful. So, yeah, no, I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, very good, mate. Very good. Excited to talk Andor. Always pleased to talk to Dave Dunn. Uh, as I mentioned, Dave is one of the triumvirate of filth on the Collector's Guild. Uh, usually it'll be Dave, Luke and myself. Uh, Dave is the resident uh, expert in all things Black Series. Um, and before the show is out, we'll make sure Dave gives the links to where you can find his groups and find him online as well. But yeah, the Collector's Guild is an ep- is a series that we do uh, fairly regularly. There's going to be more coming out uh, as the week, as the months go along. Where we just talk about the ins and outs of what's going on in collecting. We lean on Dave's experience and knowledge and the experience of the people in his group as well. So check that out. We've just dropped one last week. Please do go check that one out. Um, and or recap though, mate. Before we dive into episode eight, what have you been thinking about the series as a whole so far from episodes one through seven? As a whole, I'm in love. Mm. Absolutely in love with it. I think it's incredible storytelling. Um, I was not that excited for it. I'm going to be honest. My initial thoughts when this dropped, I wasn't that bothered. I was like, oh, okay, that's... that's Like Lucky Boy. Yeah, exactly like Luke. You know, I thought, oh, that's a bit of an odd one. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Kenobi, I was through the roof with. <laughs> yeah, Bob, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, that's going to be cool. But I was like, oh, well, that's a. I mean, I love Rogue One. You know, just incredible. I don't. I've not actually met any Star Wars fan that's gone, oh yeah, that was alright. Everybody loves Rogue One. How could you so not like Rogue One? I know, right? So to have a spin-off of that, fantastic. But it was just a bit like, oh, we're basing it on. On Andor, okay. Yeah, yeah, I get it. No, mate, it has been such a pleasant surprise to me. Um, the first three episodes, it really grabbed me. I thought that it was a little bit slow getting in, but I think that's the reason they dropped those yep. three all at once. I think it, it made sense. It completely made sense. Um, and then from there on, yeah, it's been a whirlwind. So I am really, really enjoying this series. This guy gets it. Yeah, no, I've been excited from day one because like, Rogue One's my number one Star Wars film. I get it. Empire is, you know, the 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 goat in terms of technical, but Rogue One's my jam. Um, and I've I've been excited because of the possibility of the espionage spy thriller and all that. But you know, I've always thought, you know, Cassian is a strange character to build it on because he wasn't necessarily mm. the the lead of Rogue One. They kind of picked pulled pulled him out. But I think Diego Luna is such a good and accomplished actor that you know why why oh, not utilize his skill? Well, Lukey Boy was. Uh, 
you know, he was kind of on the fence, positive enough, but on the fence, uh, kind of why we need it. And has since, yeah, very much come round. I'm looking forward to seeing what um, what he thinks about this one as well. So, episode eight, then, mate. For those who are new to the recap, firstly, welcome. However, we must inform you before we go in that this is going to be a spoiler-filled episode. We're going to be going full spoilers into this episode. So if you haven't seen it, it's about 57 minutes long with credits. Go check it out. Come back. Listen to what myself and Obi Dunn Kenobi have to say <laughs> about it. So here we go, Dave. Up top, episode eight, Narkina five. Up top, what did you think about it, mate? I loved it. Yeah, I'm not uh, just saying uh, that because I'm just going to say that. That's not every answer I'm going to give, but I honestly did really Dave love this loves episode. it. It felt like a little bit of a new opening. It's a it's sort of a new. Uh, new pathway that the story is going to take and overall uh, it just looked incredible this one it felt different it felt really different Mm -hmm. to what we've seen so far I think what we've seen so far really set us up that was a really good ground but now we're getting into the nitty gritty and I think that we're about to see some really good stuff so yeah I loved it what about yourself man yeah man I found this to be really intense of an episode it's mm. another one which I've said on probably all seven episodes that uh, and as everyone knows I have no idea what the world thinks of this episode I've stayed no, offline you um, the, only, the, the only time I've been online is to tell Dave I'm on my way uh, so I've got <laughs> no idea what everybody thinks about this but I, I do think there'll be people out there who still say it's slow not much happens everything is happening oh, everything's God. happening You just, it's just not you know right there for your eyes in mm. your eyes we've got we get Cassian or Keith, um, party boy Keith, <laughs> he, he, in, in prison. But we get to see how the Empire works. We're seeing more of Luthan and his kind of mental state and how he's dealing with uh, the situation he now finds himself in. Saw Guerrera turns up. We're seeing oh, stuff mate. with Mothma, uh, Tay, and her and Perrin as well. How he's clearly going to sell her down the river. There's so much going on in this episode. No, I, I really liked it, mate, and I agree. This does feel different. Um, yeah, because you're kind of cross cutting between. These, this kind of very sterile, um, very clean, very clinical prison on Narkina 5 to Mon's abode in Coruscant, which is in itself very sterile, very, it's not sterile, clinical, very cool, very fashionable, mm. very chic. There's no, there's not really that much dirt or grit to be found, except when we finally go back to Ferrix. So mm. this episode's a lot cleaner looking than all of yeah. the other ones, maybe. There's a, there's a lot going on. In, in this episode and um to the and again to the to the idea that the this episode and others but this one is slow and nothing really happens i mean what do you say to that no i can't i can't follow that i'm sorry uh, i love uh, love what you say i love the mm-hmm. three-way split of this episode i love that we're bouncing from these three and it, it wasn't too much in there there wasn't too much to take in and digest it was a lovely split of these three environments that really kept you wanting more um in each area and i think that they've done that fantastically i think that's why i said it feels really different you've got that Mm. we had a lot of um sort of the interiors of the imperial obviously the 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 prison and 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 sort of the the um the the guard space and things like that so it it was really nice to see that side yeah and then just completely and utterly contrast with what's going on you know in in the real everyday world Mm -hmm. of the galaxy I loved it. I thought it really bounced across really well. And I think actually this episode, there was so much going on. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, again, I've not seen anybody else's reactions online yet. I literally watched it this morning. I've done a bit of plumbing 
and then, <laughs> then I spoke to you. So, you know, that that was it. Um yeah. so yeah, I'm hoping that everybody's like, Oh my god, it's it's starting to kick off, which in my I head so. it really is. I hope so, mate. Yeah, because you get to see how you get to see both sides of the imperial kind of oppression or or threat of fear, where obviously in the prison it's you know it's not exactly subtle how you know you're in an imperial prison you're not going to be treated well blah 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 in coruscant it's very much they're talking about the empire you know what what is the what is the emperor's you know is what is it about him he's he's overreactive this that and the other everything is about imperial oppression everything is about how the whatever the empire touches it kind of infects some way with some kind of disease so there's and obviously on ferrix as well we're seeing with what happened, what happens with Marva? What's happening with um, what's the guy's name? I think it's Blassie. I'm gonna, I've got it written down. Brasso, yeah, Brasso, Cassian's mate, uh, and of course, um, the uh, Star Wars session Stan Bix. We find out what's <laughs> happening uh, with them as well. So it's, every, it's basically the the Empire and the Imperials are looming over everything in this. So um, I think it done a great job of just showing how harsh the Empire are. Yeah, just 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 showing how they just don't care. They're just going to split. Just do whatever they want. Push people around. Create this new order. Who's going to stop them? them? Yeah, yeah. So I think I think it sealed the deal on saying, look, this is what the empire is and was, and this is why we're Mm. seeing what where the rebellion come from. And you know, I think that uh, Lufen made a really really nice sort of summary of the episode at the end, which was um, sort of oppression breeds rebellion. Which was a yes. lovely comment. What well, a beautiful comment just to sum right. up what we saw in that episode, just how drastic it's been. So yeah, mate, I think it was great. I think it was really, really cool. It's a nice flip. Oppression, um, you've got rebellions are built on hope, and then you've got oppression breeds rebellion. You've got this kind of through line now yeah, from different it. um ideals as well. And well, let's talk let's talk Lufen for a minute, because um off the back of last episode, Lufen was uh Luther knew that Cassian was a loose end. Clayer, his assistant, put out a put out a hit on him with Vel back on yeah. Coruscant, and and Luthen here. We only see him quickly, but we get uh, it's very telling with Luthen. We see him in two sequences: one in his little gallery, where again the the struggle of power between him and Clayer isn't isn't yeah. necessarily obvious. But at one point, she does say to him, "You know, give me the word." So Luthen is the is the leader yeah, here the chain, yep. the, yeah the chain of commands there but um i really like that i love the fact that he's he's doubt he says he's not slipping he's just been hiding for too long but he knows that cassian's a bit out there he's seen the ship he's seen his face all he's got to do is give him up and the whole thing mm. comes tumbling down clay is the one saying listen let's do, let, let's completely nix what's happening on ferrix we don't need to talk to them again let's cut off that um through line to you is is now is is he worried about Cassian as well, or is he just worried about himself in this instance? I think it's just himself. Yeah. I think he's just you know, I think he's very regimented in what he's doing, and you can tell that he just he just don't want anything to come back to him. He has got an ideal, he's got a plan, he's got a he's got a target and a goal, and he wants to meet that. However, he meets that. Um, so yeah, I think he doesn't care about Cassian really. Mm-hmm. But I think that's going to change. I mean, it's got to, right? Uh, Hopefully. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, I just going back to, to that scene where where him and um, Claire was having a little chat. I was just having a little look around his shop again. I don't know if you yeah. do that. 
oh my god there's so much stuff in the background that i just kept pausing it going, easter egg galore in it did you see the stack of carbon freeze blocks yeah oh my word i need to freeze frame that again and just try and find out exactly what's in there i love things you know like that those little easter eggs just hiding in the background and so, they are proper easter eggs as well like a cameo oh, yeah. is not an easter egg that is an uh, easter egg that is yeah so i loved all that but no i i, I really like lufen scenes in this one he was used sparingly um but he, you know whenever he's on screen he's got such a presence yeah. He's got such a yeah. demand of of your attention. And it's great, and and the conversation not only between him and, and Claire, but him and Saw. Whoa. Yeah, Come it was on. powerful stuff. It was very good. Come on, very very good. Yes, Stella Skarsgård's a powerhouse anyway. I really yeah. really like Stella. He's got, like you say, he's got an intensity. He's, it's something in his eyes and his kind of craggled mm. face, which just exudes power. But yeah, and then we get yeah we get Saw. Well, they well, they've, they've cut off the through line to Ferrix. You know they're. Bix can now no now no longer communicate with them, so he goes to a place called uh, Segra Milo, mm. to a cave, and we see two tubes from Rogue yes. One standing outside. I don't know about you, mate, but I saw was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew it straight away. Yeah, that synergy, man. Like, here we go. Rogue it's One. happening. He's here we go. In. Here comes our boy, um, Saw Guerrera. Um, <laughs> we, we get it. he's living in a cave, and Saw he's not quite the Saw we know. His voice isn't quite as uh, yeah. mental as it is in Rogue One. But he still has some fun lines. At one point, he says, "Somebody's sitting on some dosh." So like, dosh. <laughs> so who wrote dosh? dosh? And then he's like, Star and then he Wars. said, um, "Somebody pinched imperial credits." Like, p- dosh and pinched. And like Fagin's written the script for this one. But, <laughs> um, but, uh, Luther's gone to basically say, "Look, I've got some stuff. I got some stuff you need. I have got some drive adapters. I have got some targeting deflectors. I need you to go and meet this guy called Anto Krieger, who we find yeah. a separatist." And mm. Saw's like, no, no way. Just give me the stuff. I'm not meeting this guy. He's, you know. And then he starts listing off all of these kind of partisan alliance and all these kind of rebel or these these cells. And he's mm. like, who are you? You know, which one are you, Luthan? And he's like, well, listen, I'm just a coward. I'm terrified of what the Empire can do if we don't stop them now. And Saw's like, oh, petty. <laughs> he, he says, Saw says, I'm the only one here with a clarity of purpose. And it's like, well, that is terrifying that this extremist thinks he's the only one who's right, mate. I love that they've kept that, though, because that's mm. been him since that's day him. dot. Since we met him in Clone Wars, that's that's him. And he's, they, they've not changed that, which is great. I love that. And he's just like, no, you know what? I'm, I'm not joining. I fight alone. Yeah. I'd love your equipment, but I ain't doing it for that price. See you later. Bye, mate. Yeah. Off There's no mate. alliance here, is there? No, not happening. So I thought he was... You, brilliantly i was just stuck to the screen when he was on it just just for his voice alone i thought oh yeah here, here we go and like what you said he looked a bit different sort of not as weathered as we obviously meet him in in rogue one um, and rebels and rebels yeah so it was i really i really enjoyed it i love that he was just in a cave he's just yeah. chilling in some cave somewhere great yeah and he, he brings it up as well he said he's like yes. you, you know anarchy you can do this and that but you're the one who's sitting in a cave begging for freebies, basically. And Saw's just, you can tell it, it stings it. him a little bit, but then he yeah. smiles. Yeah. He I knows. think they're great. They're two really great characters to put together. I think that they're very yes. alike in their uh, sort of approaches to the Imperial uh, rule. So it's going to be interesting to see if he comes back into it and just to see what he does and how he interacts with that. And I love that um, he gave him the blame for, for what happened in the. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. I love that they're sort of both switching and playing it. They still don't trust each I loved it. I thought that, just the whole interaction, that whole scene yeah. was incredible. I was laughing. I was stuck to the screen. It was stuck. It yeah. was brilliant. It was so, so good. You can tell that they've got some kind of history together. They're, they're not meeting for yeah. the first time or for the second time or anything like that. They've done, they've had this dance before. There's a respect between, between them, but there's about, there's a line. Mm. you know there's 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 a boundary there's a line there and um that that initial opening where uh they're kind of blaming each other and having a bit of banter i was like oh you know they're going to be mates they're, they're going to be like buddies drinking buddies turns out maybe they're not but no. we know store's going to be back because at one we, there's that shot on the trailer where he's like you know war call it what you will or whatever oh yeah they've got to pull him back in and so what how i mean we, we speculate each week is these episodes, what they do is they set us up. They give us so many questions, but the answers aren't always obvious. Like we know, we know Saw's coming back, but how how is Luthen going to after basically being told to get lost? You know, what's going to bring mm. him back to Saw, and what's potentially going to bring Saw into the fight? Um, and then, of course, we've got the little issue of Cassian stuck in prison. But uh, we know yeah. Saw's coming back, and yeah, having those two t- together was great. And I love the. Uh, the idea toby haynes directs this episode he's also doing the next two this is his next arc i love yeah. the the use of the technique of just having a a, a close cut a shortcut on hit on saw's face at one point when he's talking beautiful yeah. it's not quite a dutch angle it's a little angle and it's just we just get forrest whitaker who all joking aside is a fabulous actor incredible let, letting him act luke knows i say it on every episode my favorite scenes in andor is when you've just got two people in a room acting you know, you might have Star Warsy stuff in the background, but they are acting. They are talking about something. They're, they're having a little bit of depth to what they're saying, mate. I mean, that's all you need. When you've got those two actors on screen, all you need in the background is an empty cave because yeah, nobody's yeah. focusing on anything else. It's just <laughs> a good point. I was, like I said, I was stuck to the screen with just the conversation that was being had. I was laughing and giggling at them blaming each other. I think that's how he's going to pull him in. You know, he's going to say, I, I can't remember word for word but he said we can't argue that it was beautiful it was it was you know it was a masterpiece it was a mask whatever it that's was it. that's how he's going to bring him he's going to be like look yeah that was me i orchestrated that look so, what we can do are you in buddy and then he'll i think he'll sign him up for a mission or, or something you know but we'll i guess we'll see so yeah i think yeah, well in rebels he's got that kind of fractured relationship with mom mothma saw has oh, um yeah. so he, he will not join by then but yeah. Um. So um, and it, and also in Rebels, he's still a lone wolf. But uh, I think he'll be. I think you know he'll be. He'll do it if the money's right or if the payday oh, yeah. is right. But yeah. yeah, I can't wait to see how they how they get him back in. But it was just good to see Saw. It's good to see two tubes back. Loved it. F- filling out that Rogue One lawway. And wing as well got a little peek yeah. at next wing when we walked, when we sort of flew in. Loved that. That was yeah, nice. yeah, mate. I you know what like I hadn't even thought about that, but it, it, yes, the fact that we hadn't seen the next wing barely in this series, if at yeah. all, when we do see one, it didn't even it didn't even register with me somehow. So that's why we got yeah. Diamond Dave on the show. <laughs> um, we got obviously Guerrera and Two Tubes. We got another Rogue One alumni turn up. Um, if we let's move over to what happens in that prison on Narkina Five. Um, talking about the prison as well, but Melshi returns. Duncan Powell's character, Melshi Sergeant oh. Melshi from Rogue One. Um, didn't even he's talk. he's there of course that's how didn't he needs him oh my god yeah i mean just talking about um the, the king of five massive camino vibes for me yes, yes. That. first yes, thing definitely. i was like 
wait a minute, surrounded by water, get in yeah. there, all white everywhere, their cells, their bunks. We're on Camino. It's, it's, it's Camino take two. Loved it. I thought it was brilliant. So very, very, very sci-fi as well, which is what I love when they oh, had that yeah. with the, 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 the pullback shot of all those bridges and the inmates walking through it, love um, raining that. outside. Yeah. But then you got these bright white lights, mate. It looked fit. And I've, I've also written the same, like very Camino West because they look out the window, it's hammering it down. All we need is the, uh, the Owens, a couple of giraffe necks aliens <laughs> to be walking around and <laughs> that's it. But what did you think then of the prison design? Because, the whole point of this prison is that the guards don't need weapons because they, the floor has an electric it. current going through it. And yeah. You step out of line, you're fried. Yeah. How different was that? I love that. And when the guards first walked down, I was like, what are those on their feet? It looked oh, like no. Rob Marty McFly with his um, <laughs> sort of special lace up Nikes. I was like, what are those? Dad trainers. So, yeah, I saw those and I was like, wait, something's going on here. Cause they focused on the shoes being taken off in the ship. But I, I thought that was amazing. I thought it was so yeah. good. And like you said, they don't need weapons. They don't. I think we saw a couple of blasters on a, a few guys. One who was running late, but that was just yes. to sort of highlight how regimented they were. They were like, "This, you, you do not be late. You are here when a new person goes in, because when they go in, it's like the highest order of um, security that we need yeah. on guard. It's just highlighting that they ain't getting out of there. There's no escape from that. They don't even go in there. They let them run themselves in there, which is. You know, the amount of power that they obviously have over them from just sitting in a little control office and just hitting that buzzer to electrocute the floor or whatever they're doing. Um, yeah, that was mad. I loved it. I thought it was I thought it was brilliant. I thought that was really, really good. Um I think that's a brilliant way of showing how awful the Empire is without really showing anything. They they make a floor look terrifying they terrifying. just have there'll just be a shot like an establishing shot of just a floor to open a scene you think oh, I fancy a that. dramatic little sound and a little hum don't know if yeah. that little sort of yeah. you ain't coming near this and yeah you know it just it, and the cells that they had for them so the cells that they were living in just to have their number just a little reminder you're here for this long mate does it change because i'm pretty sure that's I, it, it's got Cassie. It's got their sentence. How many days they've got? And it, it. and it has a very obvious shot of it when. And then Milshi's like, "Don't look at it, mate. Just don't, don't yeah. do it." And um, and then it says like thirty shifts later. I'm pretty sure the number is exactly the same still. No, it, it, ch- it did down, change. Right? Um, oh, it did change, right? Yeah, it did change. But obviously, we've had that conversation before that where the where the rest of the inmates are going. Look, you know, don't. Well, I mean, he said, "Don't look at the number" because it doesn't really matter because. Last last month or whatever it was, they doubled. Everybody's yeah, number doubled. Because of what Cassian and that did on Aldani. Yep, yep, exactly. So he doesn't, yeah, he don't want to be talking about that in there because he's not going to be, he's not going to be lasting yeah. too long. If yeah, he yeah, does he's definitely getting out of here. Um, <laughs> but I, I thought it was so good. And just, just the fact that they were like, yeah, here's, here's all the food you can, you can nourish yourself with. It don't taste of anything. Is it? I was just like, what? It's just, just, just mush. Mush in the tube. That's oh. mental. So, you get those yeah, of water, I, though. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of that. It's, it was so good. It was it was really, really well done. I thought that um, just to highlight just what mess he's in for doing basically absolutely nothing. We didn't do anything, did he? Just ran to the yeah, shop to get some uh, Revnog or yeah. one of those green pea things, whatever his, uh, his, uh, yeah, yeah. his lady of the yeah. night wanted. Yeah, six years, boom, off you go. And that could be doubled next month. Could be in there for 12 years. So, yeah, true, yeah, actually, that's, yeah. That's a, how did the inmates find out about the the, the PORD, the, the doubling of the sentences and the Imperial crackdown? 
this is what I've got written down. So I've, I thought this, because um, the guy that was, remember he was sort of doing signs to his mate across the yeah, yeah, that was cool. bridge when, when Cassian sort of clocked him. I think he might have got that information from there because I don't know where else he would have heard that. Yeah, because they're on different floors because we know that um, they're on unit 5D, which five. is the day shift, uh, which is mm-hmm. floor five or whatever it is or area five. So the people on the other floors may have is in different places or yeah. access to data or something which they shouldn't be that's the only thing that i could think of of where that information might come from because they, we'll they find out a point of cassian clocking him doing this sort of sign language to his buddy I thought, what's his what's his obviously that's going to come up a little bit later on but that's the only sort of source of information that i thought of um of where that come from and obviously the, the scene just before we got into that bit was the conversation about what the emperor's doing at the moment and the, the fear that he's instilling. And yeah, I forgot what the order was called. Um, I can't seem to find it in my notes. Have you got it written? What is it? The P O the P O R D. I had, I had it on my notes for a lot. It's like the public order. Um, I can't remember what the entire thing is now, but uh, oh, I've got it. Uh, re resentencing directive. That's right. So everyone gets resentenced. Resentenced. People yeah. are making these wicked parallels. I've seen it online with rebels, where um, like the guy in beginning of rebels who's flogging the mailer run gets uh, sentenced for treason or something like that, and and the timelines kind of work out that work yeah. out, link out that it's because of the POR. I mean, sure, it's that was never the case, but you can make it work. So you're starting to see it like in Rebels and that synergy. Um, but yeah, it's infiltrated as prison and we'll find out how they found out this. Yeah. They'll tell us everything we need to know. There's, there's one moment in this, which I'll mention later where we don't get a, we never really got a definitive answer, but I don't care. I don't need one. I mean, I don't really need to know where the inmates found it out from, but I wondered if you had any, um, if you had any thoughts and it's probably is something to do with that guy. signing to his mate. I think it's got to be that because, I think we see that and then they go into the bunks and then they have that discussion. So the only thing that I could possibly think of to do with the information coming in from another source is going to be, it's going to be that guy there. Um, can we just talk about who was head of that department? Don't think I wasn't going to mention that, mate. Please. <laughs> this is a spoiler filled episode, mate. Tell me, tell the world. Andy Circus just rolls <laughs> up to him and goes, you're right. I'm the leader here. Yeah. Get in line. So, Where's he come no, from? Did not, that was, no idea look i don't want to i don't always go looking for leaks and spoils um whatever but i had no idea and nobody Mate, told me anything about andy circus even intimated that that was I that was a fun surprise it. i loved it i was like is that that you know it sort of takes your brain a little bit. no that's yeah that's that's him what's it definitely it? So Snoke. Key, i mean andy german for cinema as well i think which is fun oh really i think oh, it cool. is yeah some of our no, german listeners can corroborate that please <laughs> he was great I, I thought that was a really cool surprise i really enjoyed that and there's some really familiar faces on um cassian's team as well I'm, I'm sure that you'll be in a much better place than i am to sort of list those characters i've actually just watched uh something on netflix called uh taboo um, yes heard with, of. uh yeah so and and he was he was in that um well, one of them was in that but i thought that yeah his character was fantastic he always yeah. is i mean he's, he's brilliant isn't andy he circus, man and he didn't take yeah. me out of it either because sometimes you see a familiar no. face you think that's just andy circus but because we don't often see we when he acts he's very good but we don't often see him it's usually whoever yeah. whatever character he's portraying obviously yeah. in black panther he was in in that and in, in the yeah. prestige and other things breathe but it was just good to see his face again and 
for anyone out there wondering, it doesn't break canon. Snoke isn't circus. He just, <laughs> just did his body. Um, I'm just waiting for someone to say, oh, does that make, is, is he Snoke or some rubbish like that? Uh, no, he's Kino. He's the floor manager. He's got 247 days left. Don't mess it up for him because he wants yeah. to get out. I wonder, yeah. um, I wonder if he actually has got 247 days left. He ain't getting out. The guy, when, no. when they got there, when they touched down, the, one of the guys said, you know, you know breathe that in because it's probably the last time you'll ever have a taste fresh air. Yeah. And, you know, Cassian's thinking, I literally went to the shop to get like bacon and eggs for the morning breakfast. What, what, how did it end up here? That escalated quickly. Um, what I noticed is that all the way through this series so far, he's been very cool, calm, collective. He's in control of a lot of situations. Even when they were doing the heist, he was the only one that seemed like he was like, yep, yeah, it's right. We've got this. It's fine. <laughs> you saw the fear in his eyes just when the ship was sort of coming in and landing. Yes. When he's looking he's, out the window. Yeah. He genuinely, he doesn't know what's going on. He's is and I think this is the the spark of his his rebellion sort of really starting to take yeah. hold in him now. Um and I, I know that right, I will be happy to start just talking about ships and things like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they look great. They look really good. I think you know, it's I'm, he's got me watching every goddamn ship that I can see now. It's it's every it's a naughty boy, isn't he? I know. But they look good. They do look much better than yeah, they do. Movies. Not that we're comparing, but I'm just saying that. Uh, yeah, no, know. we say on every show that we're not. Yes, we. It's hard not to compare, but we're not comparing as a way of knocking other shows down. I said on the first episode, and I stand by. Andor destroys every other show in terms of how it looks. That's it looks not incredible. to say Boba's bad, Kenobi's bad, or Mando. This is just my jam with how it looks. I mean, yeah. it looks superb. All it those does. other shows have got things which prop outdo and or outstrip whatever it might be. But in terms of, yeah, just visually. And yeah, and that includes things like the, the effects and the ships and things like that. It's, I've, you know, every now and then I notice Mon's, Mon Mosma's limousine, you know, can look a bit too bright and shiny. But then again, it look, it, that to me is just prequel. I mean, that that's just looks like the prequels. You know, that's, that's where we're at. That's it. It's, exactly. it's just really, it's really nice to be back on Coruscant again as well. I think that that, that space just, Oh, it's just We've like we've been waiting back. long enough, haven't we? So long, so long. I love it. When that first come on screen, I sort of—I've never cheered for a planet before. But <laughs> again, <laughs> it was great. It was really. What good. has happened to you, Dave? I know, crazy. <laughs> but no, I, I thought that was awesome, and I love seeing more of it and more of it. And you know, we had different that areas. Where, yeah, those those two people are like how. You know, how do you pull yourself away from this window? That's how I feel. I'd be glued to that window yeah. as well. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. Just don't even and Perrin, that awful man. Well, to be fair, is oh. is he an awful man or is he just a man who's just got so who's just got fat on the spoils of doing nothing? But um, yeah. I think he's an awful man. But um, <laughs> the the way he kind of looks at Mon's mate Tay, yeah, he's you know he's I think and the way he even looks at her, I think he's mm. gonna he's gonna try and sell her out on that because him and Tay have got this kind of back and forward kind of like it's like almost like childlike uh, playground snark to each other of, it yeah. is isn't it yeah i've noticed that just little sly comments as he's walking away and just gives him this glare and yeah yeah something's obviously going to go down there they're building that up for a little explosion down the line yeah. um, i don't think perry is affiliated with the empire necessarily but i do think no. he's going to be i think he's going to f- not fall in line with them but i do think he's going to do something a bit like tim with two m's in the first ep- first few episodes <laughs> where he sold out cassian I don't know if because yeah. their marriage is one of convenience, him and Mon, or maybe yeah. maybe we're looking at the looking at the wrong angle. Maybe when the time comes to it, he will he'll do something very noble to save whatever Mon is doing and end up paying maybe. the price. It could be a switcheroo. 
I mean, the, the daughter's quite an odd character as well. I'm not quite sure on where they're going with her. I don't know if she's just meant to be a stroppy teenager or <laughs> if she's, you know, she don't really care about any of this or whatever. But she's like, yeah, we've met, whatever. Um, well, she's like, <laughs> you're, you're, you're spending a lot of time here, aren't you? Is she, is she uh, kind of alluding to something there that there's something romantic? I mean, Mon is a Possibly. snack. We know that. But is she alluding oh, to yeah. something here? Who knows? You know, that's what I mean. Is she just a snarky, stroppy sort of judgmental teenager or is, yeah. it, or is she sort of on the ball in the background like her mum? I don't know where that's sort uh, of heading with her. But See, I've questions, got, but we're not getting the answers immediately. I've got loads of questions, which is great. I think that yeah, for a yeah. show that's set, you know, before uh, sort of what we've already seen on screen, I think it's mm-hmm. fantastic that it's still letting us sort of ask these questions of these characters that we've got no no idea of where they're going. Um, I think the whole family dynamic is really interesting. It's just another level that is being brought to the Star Wars universe, which is great to see that normality um, sort of this is this is how life is and it's it's how life is in Star Wars too. So I love it. I think it's great. I think it's really, really cool. No, I, I love it, mate. I think, uh, again, well acted. Uh, all of them yeah. are well acted. Um, Leda, Leda Hosen. I don't know what her end game is if she's, because she's obviously, she seems to be much more, whether again, whether by circumstance or whatever, more aligned with her father. We've seen that in the other few episodes, you know, bit of a daddy's girl. Um, yeah. So whether that's going to play into it or not, or if, she, like you say, if she is just kind of just precocious kid, but she's been featured in every episode that, that that house their their apartments in so they're not forgetting about her and i don't think anything in this show is you know done you know it is wasteful i think everything's there for a reason there's set up about everything the little looks pairing gives people the way later keeps appearing and being kind of she at first she was very um tempestuous and very kind of snarky on the table in the first Mm. time we saw her and now she's almost kind of like oh oh you're here again um I, I, I'm going to go find it. She's kind of, kind of changed a little bit. She's take, been taken by surprise or something like her. Her behaviour's changed. I've noticed. Yeah, I thought I thought the same. I didn't know what was what was going on. That she almost sort of seemed quite, um, yeah, just sort of troubled or just just like she's sort of confused or she definitely has changed from that sort of snarky little comments that we had on <laughs> on the dinner table when we yeah. first met. I just saying, oh, don't worry, mum. Like you've got stuff to do. I'll go with dad. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think they're building her up for something. What? I don't know. And like you say, it's, it's quite nice to have, <clears throat> sorry, those questions sort of just there lingering in the background to see where that little bit of story is going to go. Cause there's loads of them at the minute, which is really, really nice to see. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what happens with those two. I don't know whether sort of, they're just going to leave Mon to her own devices or like you say, they're going to sort of sacrifice themselves because at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's, his wife and her mum so yeah star wars yeah. is about hope and family and hell it they family. might sometimes part of me does want shows like this is just to commit like we all think perrin's a bad guy a naughty boy sometimes i kind of think let's keep in that way because like you said earlier on that's life you know not everybody is the nice guy and um and then obviously then it gives mon another mon another challenge to to overcome uh so i keep mon uh another but there, there is also something about them kind of having a moment where we were wrong all along and yeah, he's comes across as an idiot, but actually, mm. you know, he's a re- he, you know, he does what needs to be done. I'm really interested to see where they go with his character. It, just because at the rebel briefing in return of the Jedi, she doesn't say many Bothans died to bring us this information and Perrin and Clay are in the car. So I've got to go just because they don't mention them doesn't mean they're not there. 
<laughs> so it, you know they could still be alive who knows but really interested to see where they go and well also mate they have in their in their shampoos they have these it's like tequila isn't oh, they? these little, worms things which, yeah the little uh, worm things yeah get, dis- that dissolve not one I don't and they say yeah. Sagrona, whatever that means. I'm guessing that's like cheese or down the hatch or something before yeah. they drink it. But um, yeah, that's, that's a great scene. We find that Mon Mothma got married at 15 as to Perian yeah. as per the custom of Chandrilla. I like the way they're kind of like, yeah, look, it's tradition. It's custom. It's just yeah. what happens. Kind of like they're like, yeah, it's weird, but don't blame us. <laughs> that's what and happens. we get to see yeah. her mask as well. She, she talks to those people like you mentioned at the window and they're like, oh, we'd we we'd be looking at this all the time and she's like oh I'll, I'll be sure to spend more time here big smile but as soon as she walks away vroom smile's what, gone what great she, acting you know what great acting that she's we're great jennifer right? riley's really owning this now isn't she yeah she is yeah i i thought she was actually going to be used quite sparingly like i know that she was back in it and i was like okay that's that's a nice character to sort of bring back in but she, yeah she's a massive part and it's it's really really cool to see her on screen um not just because her face is stunning but you know <laughs> for all the other reasons that she brings to the role so yeah no i think she's doing a really really good job and it's it's i love the dynamic that her and um Lufen have as well when they're sort of discussing dude what's got the, the, the to and fro of it between them two yep. is great it's i think that well you know there's not any bad acting that i've seen so far in this whole series i think it's no. been fantastically cast no you're right um, i think really, the, i really think the show acting. needed Mothma as well we needed Mon because yeah. I think without that then the the kind of not not fears is the wrong word the apprehension that yourself and Bly Walker had about an Andor series if it was mm. just focused on him just kind of getting into scrapes then it, it would be great I'm sure and I'm sure they would have come up with brilliant ways to keep make this a long form espionage but now adding in the political side of it as well yeah. It amplifies, it elevates this. This episode was written by uh, Bo Willimon, who is the showrunner for House of Cards. And he also wrote things like The Eyes of March, the Goslin, George Clooney film, which is very good. He's got a background in these political kind of uh, shows and movies. so And you can see that starting to come through. Uh, yeah, I think the show needed it. As much as I would have been happy with just an Andor series, I think the show is massively benefiting from having, you know, going from the being under the boot of the Empire in Cassian's world to kind of being under the boot in Mon's world as well. I think that, you know, like you said, where people like myself and, and Luke were a little bit apprehensive about the, the show, I think possibly it was just the name, the name mm-hmm. sort of, Andor, this, yeah. like, as, as you just said, is that a complete focus on him? If so, why are we doing that? But that's what it said to, to people. Well, it said to, to me anyway, I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's a bit of an one. But it's not a, an Andor-centric show. Yes, he's obviously no. the key person that we're focusing on to follow follow us through this storyline. But I think that I think that's just where the confusion is. I think maybe just a rename of the show would have been a little bit might have sucked a few more people in. Sort of, um, really? but who knows? Who knows? Uh, but I do want to mention that as a graphic designer, as a graphic artist, the Glad. opening of the show, and I know I've not said this yet, is beautiful. <laughs> It is just... Mm. Is that, that the Andor lovely, title card? That's it. When it just <laughs> that sort of sci-fi fantasy meets spy thriller. Absolutely nailed it. I thought it was... It's, Mate, yeah, the music in it is, is and great. And it changes every episode. This one had a different it twang. It's a bit more solemn slash sinister compared to some of the more upbeat uh, yeah. tunes we've heard. First time I saw it, I was like, oh, it's a planet. It mirrors the, kind of the shot of the Death Star in Rogue One. And yeah. it's not. 
No, I think I think that's really, really nicely done. The whole show, visually and sort of design-wise, it has been so well considered. It's unreal. It's so so good. I know that you <laughs> you might flash back to the little hunt that you had for the for the sets. Um, <laughs> I try not to, mate. Honestly, when I saw that set shot set in the location of Jelly's Hollow in Guildford, sorry, represent. Yeah, you know, I went into like remission. I went kind of a flashback, and I was on the floor and I was quivering because <laughs> I almost died thanks to our friend and confidant, the best spin bulletin. I was so annoyed. I almost Ooh. revealed his real name then, <laughs> which Whoa. I won't do. Yeah, so, yeah um, I'd have had to bleep it out. But no, yeah, yeah, as soon as I saw that, I was like, damn. But just being there on when yeah. I was there, because I found it. It's funny because I found the actual hollow. You can't miss it. It's, it's mm. huge. It's, ga- it's gaping more. Um, and then when they see it, when you see it on screen, it doesn't quite look as huge as it is in real life, but mm. you stand on the side of that thing, you fall down, you're dead. It's a yeah, big, yeah. steep drop, but, um, yeah, just seeing it. And when we went to Corriton refinery up mm. there in, uh, well, Corriton, just outside Basildon, just being there, you, you, we, you, it feels like a Star Wars set. The reservoir in Hanningfield that, um, Lukey boy went to feels like a Star Wars set. Uh, that McLaren round the corner, and I'd never been there. It's um, it's like a, it's like Fort Knox in there. But our boy Alex Jessup <laughs> used to work there. It just looks right. Um, our 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 friend, our artist friend Nada, she she went to uh where Cyril's mum lives. Cyril's mum's got it going on. She went there. She blagged away in and got a picture. It's just a mental to know that so much of it is filmed, probably within what an hour a radius yeah. of you and I. And there's they were at the Barbican in London last week. Um. I mean, here, I don't know where they filmed the prison sets. They could have just done that on a soundstage for all I know. But, it, it, you know, it's, it's visually, like you say, and the costume design, the costume and production design is great. We're talking about Mon. I mean, just just the get-ups mm. they have her wearing and all the, the guests at her parties. And, oh, I noticed. Uh, Cass, go on. Sorry, yeah, no, sorry. I, mean, I yeah, noticed no. a few more aliens in the background in this one as well. So I know Again, Luke will be happy. looking for some of those. Again, yep. it's, it's sort of that. I, I really like seeing a few of them. I think the guy, do you remember from, um, oh, where was he? He was the guy that sort of grassed up Finn and Rose for parking on the beach, whatever yes. species he is. Yeah, yeah. He, one of them was in the background. So we're seeing a few more of them creep in, which is really, really good, good because I do think that there was too many humans um, in this sort of, segment um but i think that hopefully we're going to start seeing more of them but i'm noticing them in the background and like you say sort of the creativeness of the, sort of the fashion design and the the, the costumes in, in just oh. her sort of space it's just amazing it's so so well considered no spent it's really, really cool. we're no, going to no. prison when you got cassian yeah. they're in this kind of decked up in this orange garb with a a, a flash a hint of orange there's just it. something about it's like it's colors we don't see and i said it about the uh, what are they called? The the Morlana One guards, you know, when they're dressed in blue and orange blue. at the beginning. Yeah. That's sort of liners, what they called the Primor guards. Yeah, I said yeah. that they felt like 1970s action figures. That's what they looked like. You could imagine them being like a G.I. Joe-sized figure dressed out like that. These prison guards, like in prison garbs even, they again, they look very kind of old sci-fi, old action figure. They do, yeah. Um, clothing and it's very in keeping with star wars yes very, it doesn't very feel different yeah. no it doesn't take you out of it i've not had one instance where i've gone oh i don't don't really like that i was a bit apprehensive about um what's his name um emo the droid i thought oh b2 emo that's it i thought this, oh, he's lad. gonna be a bit but i love him i think he's great i think he's sparingly awesome. you sparingly yeah. again mate yeah. they could have he's overused awesome. him and made him like the cute companion which they have done in times but 
they haven't. And, they, and even today's episode, he says one word, you know, she's got pain in her knee. That's, that's it. it. We're like, yeah. oh, nice one, fella. Yeah. Um, he's still knocking about. Yeah, he's still there. He's, stu- he's still I there. Love- that's- I love the little flashback of him. A few a few episodes ago, it was where he's yeah. all sort of a very crisp, clean, clean. box. And now he's just... <laughs> He's beat up <laughs> marvin needs to give him a little paint job she needs to stop 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 being a rebel and give him some love um yeah they're using everyone sparingly man that's the beauty of yeah. it they're cross-cutting between these different stories but it never feels ott i never think oh what's going on who's this or we've gone from one kind of clinical area like narkina five to prison and then we're flashing to uh wherever it is that cyril khan works and where dedra oh, is yeah. in the isb um and i never kind of think i thought oh it's just the same place whatsoever. And mm. Cyril was another character we've mentioned that yeah, he, they're building him up very slowly. There's a huge purpose for very him. Slowly. He's in a series. He's getting berated by his mother. He's having interviews and being stuck in oh, hell by the looks of it, where he's working. Yeah. yeah. We open up with him. You know, obviously after we've seen the Cassian being thrown aboard the prison. So we, we, we meet Cyril again. He's working away and he's approached by these officers and it's Dedra. Now, last week I said Dedra's going to be the one that pulls him in or they get, she's going to need him for information. And she wants she wants to find out more. And the whole time he's like, listen, I just want to do my job. The guy's mm. a murderer. I want to bring him to justice. I haven't read the report because you guys didn't let me, you know, let me. I want to help you. And it turns out you know, he reads the report. He's not happy with it. He wants, and he begs, and he's pleading, isn't he, with her? Look, I can be of service to the empire, yeah. please. And she's like, get, you know, get like, forget this ever happened. You're nothing, yeah. basically. What do you think about think, Cyril's character and how he was in this episode? Yeah, in this episode, it was great. I think, like you say, it's a very slow, slow build, slow burn on him. But I feel almost that they're sort of setting him up as this sort of quiet, calm, uh, sort of downtrodden. Everyone you meet calls him worthless. You know, you had his boss at the yes. start. He's like, yes. he's like, shut up, just get on with it. You, you, yeah, you're yeah. not going to do anything special here. Just, just sign the form and see you later. And, and you've he's got not his... doing that, is he? He's looking for Cassie and he's putting requests in for information, yeah. which is why the ISB come to him. Exactly. And then you've got his his mum. You know, <laughs> sort of same thing. She sort of treats him like dirt on the Mate. bottom of her shoe. Um, <laughs> and then, and then you've got sort of this this scene, which again. He sort of just disregarded. He's going, you know, I can help. I'm, I just want to help to bring order to to what's happened here. And she's just like, yeah, all right, go back to work. Don't don't say anything to anyone. So I think that he's going to have a little sort of explosion at some point where he's going to lose the plot. Just go mental on on the galaxy. But um, maybe he just turns into a Sith. Who knows? <laughs> He was, maybe he was a secret Sith all along. Um, maybe he's Starkiller um, for those who want to believe in all that. <laughs> but no, I, I loved it. I really liked that scene, actually, where you've got the really nice, crisp, clean white room that they've got him in, which is obviously what the Imperial um, Glass want to be seen as. You know, that's what, yeah. you know, we're, we're sort of like fresh, new, white, sort of, you know, we're, we're great, we're good. But then you come out of that room and it's all black. It's all dark. Yeah. It's all sort of behind the scenes, behind the shadows, which is obviously the real element of the empire there. Um, yep. I love that. Just the interior architecture of it all was fantastic. And then the sort of to and fro between those two was great. Um, and she sort of did start to look a little bit surprised she, when he said, I wasn't allowed to read the report. Yeah, I signed it. Yeah. I, I yes. wasn't allowed to read it. She was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on there? Get him the report. Let's have a look to see if, if you know, what's been sort of hidden over there, what's been swept under the rug. Um, I love I love her character as well. I think she's great. 
I mm. think she's a really powerful character. Um, what's her name? Um, Dedra Miro, Denise Goff plays yeah. She was amazing. I think she's really, really good. And I think that um, she's got a lot more to come. I think she's going to be she's going to be something really cool that we see a little bit later on. But um, Thank you are, mate. And sparingly, they're using her sparingly. She's yeah. the main focus of the last few episodes, but she's not front and centre for the whole thing. She's just, not yet. She just pops in. Yeah. says and does what she needs to and then she's back again and then later on when she's having that um she kind of chatting to, it's not chatting she's it there in the isb meeting and she's trying to put a case forward to colonel yularen our boy yeah. wolf yularen yeah. and she's basically saying look this and we find out that luthan's code name is axis that's what the empire yeah. the imperials have called him axis because of his coordinating of all these rebel activities across the galaxy and she's saying to him and so his part against her superior and look what she's saying is you know might be right but at the minute what we're seeing is quite worrying i think we need to act on this you know give her the give her the tool she needs to go to ferrix to rat people out we know there's somebody called bix colleen on there we know that she can probably get us a link to um to luthan we also know of course that marva's on there and luke and i both think that she's not long left of this show bless her yeah um Agreed. but yeah I, I, the the whole subplot there with Dedra is really heating up and I think her and Cyril mm. are gonna join forces somehow. Mm. Um and yeah. but again, similar to Perrin, maybe we're gonna have a slightly less unexpected switch with him. Not that he's gonna become a good guy, but because everyone thinks he's just this blivering idiot, maybe he's gonna be the one at the end of it who actually uncovers what needs to be does what needs to be done and finds out the info and he become he's the most competent because he is other than Dedra, he's the only one who really actually wants to bring order he's not interested in necessarily anything else other than upholding the law yeah totally i think that you, you're dead right i couldn't agree with you any more than that i think that those two she's seen in him what she sees in her in herself you know she's the one that really wants to to get to the bottom of it he's exactly the same way he said to you've made potentially a really powerful ally in me you know i can yeah. really really help you. you listen to me just just let me help that's oh well i'm not in it for any other reason apart from to to find this guy who is a murderer that's it he's sort of ruined my career he's ruined my life essentially um so there's you know she said oh you know you're only doing this for the for the safety of the of the galaxy and he sort of looks away yeah. he's like, no there is you know I, i'm in it for a little bit of a revenge as well which is clear and yeah. um, but those two are 100% going to team up and sort of go on the go on the hunt for Cassian or, yeah. or Keith. Keith, yeah, no, yeah, party boy Keith. I'm out here for that, mate, because we've got he's got to get out somehow, and yeah. they're not just they're not just going to go away. I'm not saying they're going to get him out, but they're, they're not just going to go away and be like, oh, we can't find him. Let's move mm. on to the next person. They're not going to stop until Cassian's dead or they're dead or or, or something along the line happens where they have to stop. And there was a cool moment in that interrogation where she says, you know, if you keep looking, if you look one more time for any more information, it won't be me you deal with. And I thought, yeah, who's she talking who's about? Yeah. Is she, is she talking about the like, big boy no. or is she just talking about like a <laughs> droid or is she just going to send Imagine daddy just, Vader in? Just palps walking down that aisle and just electrocuting him in his no, chair. And walking off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that he's the one who's, he's, they've just got him in a little wheel in, in the prison. The, his electric gets to feet the floor going, but, yeah, those two, mate. I love, I love how they went back and forth with Cyril. He is getting beaten down so much that there's only one way for him, and it's, it's he's going to implode somehow. But yeah, he's um, going to. They they mentioned one thing as well is that there's 
there's, there's three lines in this. One of them is fun, but there's two lines which I picked up on. One of them that I wanted to mention. One of them is in this scene. It's she, they, when, when she goes, to, when she gets to report and says like, "Give him the report. He needs to read it. Keep him in there all day." And one of the guys is just drops in like today of all days. I thought like, "What's happening today? Oh. Like, what's, what's all that about? Is it just a busy day? Is it last day of the month? You got to get your figures in, or is again maybe I'm it's a saying, Sunday?" <laughs> yeah that's it yeah it's, it's, a day today. it's pizza friday come on yeah. <laughs> i'm not saying that like palps is going to turn up because i don't think he will do but you know what is so special about you know today of all days or although is this little throwaway line he's been name dropped a lot in this episode again oh. you know there was a there was a big conversation i think his name was said three or four times just yeah. in that circle in mon's um mm-hmm. mon's sort of whatever she a was boat. having there gala or whatever but um yeah he's been yeah I'd love for him to turn up. Don't get me wrong. Anything with with him on screen, I'm there for it. You think he's going to um, show up in, in 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 one way, shape, or form? Whether that's I think he will, he loves it, he? What? He loves it. Me and loves it. Yeah, he, he, any chance he can get to be that to be that character, he, he's in on it. So I I'd love to say yes. I can see him as a big sort of you know just a very small scene, but yeah. just go boom. There you go. You've got a bit because he's been name dropped too many times. Even if we see yeah. him just sort of in the Senate, just giving a. a you know, a, a speech or, or, or something like that. It would be, I mean, I think, I think it's going to happen. I'm going to call it. I'll, I'd put money on him showing up. What about you? Oh, mate. Gee, um, oh, mate. I think, I, I think, I think he'll be like a hologram. I think they'll do it. I think they'll like, like okay. they did in Kenobi. I think it'll be yeah. that even though they got Ian decked up in prosthetics and makeup for that, because a lot of people thought it was CG, but they, they did all the work on Ian. He went yeah. on set and did it. I think it'll be a hologram. Mm. Only because you introduce Papa Palps, the dynamic changes. It does. I know they're going to yes, they're going to introduce Senator Palpatine or em- the Emperor, of course, but they they would introduce him in that kind of political way, possibly. I yeah. think, like you say, if he's going to be, if it would be in the Senate, it'll be something like that. It won't be him that, mowing yeah. falls down with lightning. I think, <laughs> it, or it will be just a hologram with him talking to somebody. Yularen said, "I spoke to Palpatine last week. He might have been bluffing." Mm. But, um if it's if it's not this season it'll be next season that's why i'd love for a tarkin or a krennic to show up to shorten that gap now between these people and the emperor but i think some i I think we'll get something like a hologram or something if we see him like in person that will be bonkers but i just can't see any way that we he'd be there in person because He's out creating like Sith alchemy. He's out with his yeah. observatories yeah. and trying to uh, create little clone himself on Exegol yeah. and yeah. all this kind of rubbish and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, which I <laughs> like all that stuff. Um, yeah. So if we do filth, I'm yeah. going to go 75% sure that we'll see him in some way, shape or form. What's your, what's your percentage? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit higher. I think I'm probably yeah. going to, sort of be 80, 85% sure that we're going to see him. Like you said, though, in that sort of Senate capacity, not full-on cloaked-up electric firing hands. Can you do a, a Palpatine impression? Oh, yeah. No. Come on, <laughs> Order. There you go. That's all you get. There you go. That's good. See, you've got a deeper voice than me, so you should be able to do it. That's for sure. I'll, um, I'll practice for next time. Yes. Yeah, so check out the next guild when Dave's going to do the yes. whole thing as Palpatine. Yes. The whole thing. Um, Ferrix. I mentioned Ferrix, mate. Um, obviously, we get a little bit set on Ferrix. So we get a lot of Brasso. 
yep. Brasso, which is Andor's mate. Obviously, Bix is back. Um, yeah. Marvel, B2. What are you thinking that. about? Shawnee Boy is going to love that. I, I could feel my phone blowing up already. He's excited. Um, Bix gets some, Bix gets stuff to do because we, we wondered after episode three, like, we know she's going to be in back, but what are they going to do? What, what's she going to do? What's Marva going to do realistically? But you know, they're finding things to do. Marva, we turn out she had a fall because she was scoping out the hotel basically for mm. secret tunnels. And Bix yeah. is tr- trying to find that information. She's trying to help Marva. She's trying to contact Luthan still, which we mentioned earlier on. Um, but we can see it's proper under the th- under the rule now of oh, yeah. the Imperials and Vel's back. Vel is there; she's yes. watching. Cinta is back, and again for those, if they didn't want to make it explicitly clear, they now a hundred percent have made it clear these two are a couple. Um, oh, yeah. We mentioned that in all the other episodes, but they yeah, kind yeah. of make it explicit, which is great to see. Um, but and, and you know, and they're fighting. Cinta's like, it's not about us because she's saying Vel's like, look, I can stay with you. She's like, no, no, it's not about us. This is a fight to the death. Mm. and just before we mentioned ferrix the other one of the other the second line i wanted to mention that stuck out to me was in their interaction when vel says to cinti like you know who are you You know who are who are you at the minute i'm guessing like what's your alias for being on the planet and she says i don't know maybe i'm a rich girl running away from my family and vel was like that was a line that i've got written down you know is that a dig at vel being lufan's kid or something like that mate i reckon so yeah. What, think, what are you thinking yeah, about think, that kind of line? Yeah, I, I I actually wrote that down. I thought, you know what? What who? What is that about? Lad. And the only connection I've got is is like what you've just said, Lufen. She, I think she's got to. You be. think that's? You think it's I, her? Yeah, it's her. I she's her, it's her, going. I can't, I can't see where else it could be going. I think we've got to kind of half know that background, even if it's sort yeah. of just being hinted at. And at the moment in this show, it's just going to be, it's, it's got to be Lufen. It's got to be. Um, we might get surprised, you know, it might not be. She might yeah. be with somebody else. But um, I did pick up on that line. I thought, oh, where's where's that going? Another, like what we said earlier, fantastic little question mark that have just left you going, what? Who who, who are you? Exactly. What, what else is there to, I love their dynamic as well. I think that's great. And, you know, at the end of this, at the end of that scene, you sort of do see, uh, Vel sort of leaving the planet and leaving, leaving her there to watch over, the, watch over the house. Um, yeah. Um, I thought that was great, but you can definitely tell the difference just in a few episodes of what that's, that whole environment is like now. It's proper under the cosh. It's proper, you know, yeah, since Ariel's yeah. got there, everything's changed. You know, it's all different now. All the the guys, I forgot what they're called in the blue garbs. They're, you're not seeing them again. Pre-more, the pre-more yeah, security. That's it. that's it. They're out. Um, so, yeah, I, I love that. But the dynamic of them two is fantastic. Um, I really mm-hmm. like both of their characters, actually. And I think that we've got a lot more to see from them as well. That's why I love this show. There's so many great characters that you yeah. just want to learn more about. And I think that it's doing it so, so well. Very slowly, just building up each one. They've got time. Um, and, and then at some point, we're just going to get a big, big bang somewhere. So, oh, mate. We got it in episode six, and that was halfway through the season. Halfway. Mate. That's what I yeah. love. And, yeah. and on that point is, in, in between everything that's going on, it's political stuff, espionage, you've got people like Vel and Cinta who, who are a couple. They're in love, but this the rebellion is pushing them apart so you get yeah. that kind of that very personal story as well and in episode six where vel was kind of hesitating to call in like here we go mm. as soon as as soon as i give the order we're going and Cinder's like do it do it you know we're kind of thinking oh, what's she hesitating for this is probably why because she knows that yeah. 
everything changes, not just the rebellion or the galaxy, but their relationship. This, you know, everything's going to change, and we can see it that they're being pulled apart. She's on a shuttle away. Sinter's in the hotel scoping out. She's in. They said she's the most dangerous one of all. And um, yeah. <clears throat> to, to the, I mentioned earlier on that like, one of the things they didn't wrap up, which I don't care about, is I don't I don't need to see how Sinter got off of Aldani. Yeah, same. I saw no, her I mean, on land speeder yeah. speeding away from the scene. Yeah. She that's hopped it. the ship. She got to Ferrix. That's it. Good. Easy. Fine by me, yeah, mate. I'm totally fine with that. Absolutely. I think that it was really nice for, you know, just sticking with that conversation. She's saying, you know, you knew when you got into this, which I assume was the relationship, that the rebellion comes first. We come second. Yeah. Um, I'm here for it. I am, you know, I'm here to, to die for the rebellion. Whereas I don't think Belle is. She, there's a lot of, hesitancy sure. about her there's a lot of no yeah i know but you know she, she obviously clearly loves her and but again it's that real world thing isn't it you know people want to make sure that their relationship is stable but some other people were like no nope, this comes first a bit like mon and her husband you know yes. she's fighting for the calls more so Good than show. her relationship so yeah i love it i think there's there's loads of sort of grounding to bring you back down to say this is real life. This is real life in Star Wars, and this is how it's how it is now. Um, it works. Yeah, it does work. It works fantastically well. It doesn't bring you out of it. You don't feel un-Star Warsy. It's it's all the Star Wars, all of it. Yeah, it's what we need as well, man. I've said yeah. it before, but when we've got when we watch things like the original trilogy, all the prequels, or or the sequels now, where we've got the kind of big galaxy defining. Um, uh, moments happening and uh, battles and what and characters that in the background this is what's happening you know there are people on the street going to work or there are people in the street vendors it's this kind of stuff which makes those moments like when the death star blows up all around and that you know to know that there are just like teams of two m's bixies marvels people like that just working and living it's not you know not everybody is a sith a jedi a force user to me it makes everything Oh, you know, it, it's so much, so much better than just, oh, everyone, the only people that matter are, you know, the people with any kind of like physical power or, or spiritual power. No, they are, they, and it also sh- shows that they are the anomaly that you, there's only yeah. a few of them out. There's a few syphils, a few powerful force users. It makes Luke, Anakin, Ray, any people like that, all the more special. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't overcrowd um the, the star wars galaxy we're thinking there's a there's a sith and a jedi on every single planet in yeah, every single city it. in every single town you don't need it i know people what do I but it. i don't no me i'm same absolutely the same i love what they've done with rogue one and they showed sort of how bays and uh sure was you know sort of false sensitive but yeah. not not jedi and use you know sort of used it sparingly and things like that i love that um, possibly that's that might be all we see in this entire series. Maybe we see nothing of the Force in yeah. this entire series. I'm okay I think we will that. do. I I'm think we will. I'm fine with that. It's not a problem. I think that actually it does really well for us to not see it, for us mm. to bring that through, um, you know, into this sort of real real world environment. What I, what I am really loving at the minute is seeing more Shore Troopers. Yes, more troopers, more stormtroopers, more imperial sort of um, presence there. Short trooper armor for me is my second most favorite armor ever. Um, What's number one? Oh, scout trooper. Oh, Oh, I love classic. Can't beat it. It's incredible. Um, But yeah, I just love seeing them sort of just pushing people around and being. And I love that last episode we saw some um, 
of the uh, what they call KX droids. units. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, love them as well. So I'm hoping we'll see more of them. I'm sure we will. Um, oh, but we yeah, will. I'm I'm loving it. I'm honestly, I think that at the moment, what they've built or what they're building for us is fantastic and it's just opening up that universe a little bit more so than we already are exposed to um and i am here for it i'm totally here for it yeah no give me more we're only on episode eight we've still got four more to go and then we've got another 12 to go in 2024 or whatever how lovely is that that is beautiful i'm so glad that they I mean, look, look, we know that whatever stock you want to put in it, the engagement levels are down on social media. Apparently, the viewing figures aren't as good as a Kenobi or Boba, but we've said it all along. This isn't, this, the character isn't them. So I'm so yeah. glad that they've greenlit season two beforehand and they, it wasn't, they, it wasn't left down to let's see how well this does. We're getting a season two. It's happening. It's being, production starts, well, not a million miles away now. Um, that's exciting. And, it's that confidence as well for us, you and I and everyone listening, Lukey boy too, that the questions that aren't necessarily being answered yet, we've got, we've got 16 episodes left overall. Basically we've got six, almost 60, probably best part of 12, 13 hours of television left to answer that. And then we've got rogue one to lead directly into it. We're, we're yeah. going to get the answers, mate. And like we mentioned with Mark, we get Martha on this episode. She's got knee pain. She, we know also she was apparently a past president of the daughters yeah. of Ferrix, which I thought was a fun little thing, but um, yeah. like an old little club she's a part, part of but we know, we know that she there's a secret tunnel under the hotel she's been scoping it out she fell down because of it and the boys had to bring her back yeah. it also showed us that the people on of that little area Ferrix they rate this like they value Marva you know their Bix is there Brasso's there the lads helped carry her back you know she's she's looked after yeah. she's loved which is going to make her ultimate death in the next few episodes even sadder but um there yeah there's there's a lot going on the stuff with ferrix and then we find the the imperials as well they they are what's the guy called pack guy called pack his yeah. factory his yard where big sends a messages from message has been intercepted he's been taken away um and then the imperials f- find bix they catch bix and she's going to be uh interrogated by dedra in the next episode. So the next episode, we know we're getting Bix and Dedra facing off against each other, which is going to be filth. Um, yeah, that is going to be good. Gat in prison. We know he's got to not go sleepwalking or else he dead. Um, Mon is still trying to get those credits hidden and trying, trying to build this rebellion. Luthan's got to go and have a word with that, this guy and hopefully get Saw back on. Um, there's so much going on. We see a guy as well, inmate. His, his name was Vimos standing at the edge of his bed in his prison uh, in the night time oh, yeah. he just falls though we don't see it but he just falls on the floor and just yeah. electrocutes himself to death um yeah. and the next day table catch- five are working like a dream because of it did, sort of after that did you catch you know as soon as he does that he's like no i'm out i'm, I'm gone yeah what all the what all the other inmates were saying they didn't care they didn't, yeah. uh, nobody was sitting there sobbing crying they're going oh no like we're gonna smell him all night it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. gonna make tomorrow really hard now because they're a man down yeah so they are so so fear yeah they're so in fear of you know oh, oh my this is you know this is going to be terrible for us because now we've got to pick up the slack we're a man down it's yeah. not that a man's just killed himself because he's yeah. so depressed which is horrifying that he's in they just care about themselves and thinking, oh man, you know, our lives are about to get even harder now. And so I thought that was really powerful. That was like, whoa, these, these guys are so downtrodden that all they care about is this is going to be harder for me now that this guy's just, just 
killed himself on the, the on evil the empire isn't it it's showing how evil the empire are showing the lengths they'll go to and how they'll just crush everybody's hope it's that hope word yeah. again and um yeah it's something again it's something we don't not really it's not really touched upon in star wars we're seeing things we don't often see whether it's mm. locations like the brothel in episode one or <laughs> themes like this where it's suicide we don't yeah. see that in star wars no, and I, i'm not it's it, yeah it, this stuff happens and andor is more of a mature show they're not scared to show it it, it was tastefully done i must as must mm. say that as well um and also yeah like it, it could be a trigger for certain people watching so um then there's that to consider as well yeah um but i think it was you know as it was shocking like you said yeah but in the way it was done as well like i say so tastefully done but it's it's not seeing is can be scary sometimes it's kind of imagining what's going on and we see the aftermath and the fact that everyone's like great we're going to smell them all not like you say our work is now going to double because of because of this schmuck who's gone and done this there's no sympathy whatsoever this is what the empire is pitting people against each other and yeah Dude, I can't wait to see you. I don't know how they're going to get out because they are tr- they are basically making this place impenetrable and inescapable. You know that, that was going to be my next question to you: is how on earth do you think that he's going to get out of there? I mean, because they have made this whole storyline about how you you don't get out of there. That yeah. is a you know we, they don't even run it. They the guards don't even go in, let alone anybody come out. So I don't this, know, mate. This guy, uh, Andy Circus or whatever he's uh, Kino. He's, that's it. You know, you he know, thinks he's got 200 and whatever days left. He ain't got that left. He's going no. nowhere. <laughs> exactly. So, They're going to let him out again, are they? This is the Empire. Um, well, the yeah, obvious I'm, answer is someone's going to, sh- you know, generally someone's, someone's going to shut down the power. How they are going to do that? I don't know. Maybe, again, the guys sign into each other. Yeah, is it going to be like be a, a Shawshank part. type thing where they're, um, <laughs> Shawshank Redemption, where they're kind of having signals or, you know, dropping rocks on the floor. They've got their own kind of uh, escape plan. I'd love it if they mm. did like a Shawshank break in this. I'd love that. Um, but yeah, someone's going to shut the power down. I don't see how anyone's going to find out Cassian's there. I just don't. Unless, I mean, unless they can track him to Nyamos, the party planet in the last episode. Yeah. And But then his missus there, she doesn't know where he's gone. She's just, she's probably still waiting for those peanuts or whatever she, he's gone to get. <laughs> so, and peanuts <laughs> and LucasAid. Um <laughs> So nobody knows he's there. So I can't imagine in a million uh, months of Sunday that they're going to launch an attack to get him out because that's too daring. He's going to have to get the himself only, out and then somehow he's going to have to get off world. The only thing that I thought that might possibly happen is obviously when they had the, the sort of the Imperial um, big boys in the, when they was having the meeting and, and Dedra was trying to sort of say, you know, this is what I need, this sort of stuff. They had his picture, didn't they? They had his hologram. Yes. That was in, the, in the middle of the room. The only thing that I can think of is they're going to do sort of, a scan to see, um, you know, sort of his face to see if he's been registered anywhere in the oh, Imperial. Okay. Good shot. They've got him. He's in prison. You know, they're all yeah, looking they for just him. Don't they don't know who he is. Yeah. Got him locked up. Um, Mate. So, you know, I don't know whether that's going to happen. And she well, goes there's there. There's word and- as well that young, young, sorry, one of the ISB agents, there's a shot in the trailer. Um, I know uh, Bespin Bulletin mentioned it not as a leak but he just kind of hypothesised that in the trailer we see one of the ISB agents wearing this kind of brown garb you know and he's in an elevator looking quite panicked is, is he the one who he might be the one who says to uh, someone I don't know who that I know where he is he's in this prison uh, and he's a, basically right. a, a turncoat but I hadn't thought about that but when you look but in the trailer yeah he is the same guy dressed in everyday clothes running like jumping into an elevator is he the one who feeds back the info and maybe there is going to be an assault 
Got ya. Got Maybe ya. that's I how mean, it all ends. Yeah, it could be that, or it could be you know an inspection on the oh. on the ship or something, and, and somebody sees him, and it, it, there's you know there's there's no way he's escaping on his own. Is there? There's no way. How's he going to get off world? Yeah, yeah. It, that's it's, you know even if he does manage to get out of that cell somehow, we've seen it's like on the, like a little cylinder, isn't it, in the middle of the the, the sea, the ocean. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's going to be exciting to see. <laughs> Looking forward. He's got to that. no it's way, is he? Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, the spoilers, they, they kill off Andor and Rogue One doesn't count yeah. anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> so the map, that. Go, no, he's dead yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that no wasn't him. No. Yeah, so every, every, on Disney Plus, they just airbrushed him out of every scene. And it's really awkward for Jin. But uh, yeah, they, I don't know how he's going to get off world, but I think yeah, someone's, someone's going to have to come get him or some, or he's going to nick a ship. Or I would, I would love for this. I don't know about you though, mate. I think I'm pretty much, that's all of my points, I think, other than the fact that they say the word toilet in this episode. They don't say refresher. They say toilet. Oh, okay. It's going to get a lot of people upset. That is, I know it is. <laughs> I didn't um, clock that. No, it didn't. did. I get, I saw it. I was like, I wonder who's going to say he says toilet. Um, yeah, there's nothing really much else to say other than small bullet points at the end. But how is this going down in season one? Do you think the final four episodes are going to be the, the prison break? Do you think we're going to, because as far as I'm aware, episodes 11 and 12, are being done by the the guy who did the last episode. So he's doing the mm-hmm. final two. So his arc is episode seven, 11 and 12. So do you think mm-hmm. we're building up now to a kind of a two episode finale where it's to break or do you reckon he's going to get out earlier? I think he's going to get out earlier. Um, I think that they've built up a lot of character arcs to possibly end in the big one. So you've got, um, uh, you've got Cyril, you know, he's yep. got to explode at some point or something big's got to happen there. Um, you've got, obviously, that you've obviously got Cassian that's in prison. You've got Mon and her situation. You've got, um, there's so many little loose leads that I think that's going to come collectively together where you go boom, 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 boom. And this is where these people are going. So I think actually prison break wise, we're probably going to, I wouldn't be surprised if we see it next episode, by the end of next episode. Oh, mate. But I Dirt bag. It's, I think that's where we're where we're sort of going with it. I I love right. the I love the Camino vibe. I love, yeah. I'm there for that. I, I think that's probably my most favourite um, facility that we've seen in Star Wars for for quite a while. Um, yeah. It's just evil. It, it is. It is. It's, it's really really. It's cool. is. I love the floor. I love the whole concept of the flooring. I, I thought that was so powerful. I and did it's made out of tungstoid steel as well for canon ah. canon uh, junkies out there. Yes, I was going to write that down to see, you know, because I've never heard of that, and I don't know if, if... I believe it was one of the uh, lightsaber emitter materials oh. in Jedi Fallen Order, oh, which is that. one of the nerdiest things I've said in a long time. But tongue storied steel, uh, I, I believe it was on there. Yeah. Something behind it, so yeah, nice one. I knew I could rely on you. Uh, dork um, over here, but um, <laughs> that's a good shout, man. They could do that. I don't think they, they can't rely on the knowledge that they've got season two. They can't just not tie things no. up and be like, yeah, we'll do it in the second one. Cause that's no. a, a, apparently the, the, each arc is a year. Cause they've got to lead up to Rogue oh. one. They, right. I don't know how the hell they're going to do that, but they, they've Sony girls already said the, the, the last shot of Andor is him going to Rogue one, going into the movie basically. Oh wow. And they've got four years to cover and they apparently, yeah. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're going to, do it so they've got to there's going to be things they need to clear up because so, i'm guessing that between the end of episode sorry season one and two there's going to be a year so they can't yeah. just have things too many things up in the air and i mean perry is a character i guess they can bring back next season mon's husband and they can continue mm-hmm. that but at the same time 
if they are doing three episode arcs, how much time do they want to devote to that rather than what we think is going to happen with this whole Gorman massacre that they mentioned, um, which people now, which people are experts apparently on. I've only mentioned it once and in rebels, but I've seen so many videos about it. It's like, guys, come on. Um, yeah, I think you're right. That's a good point. The prison break may, may happen in episode nine or even 10. And then the final two episodes are, I don't know what, what are they going to do? Cause they've already had the escape from Aldani, the, the heist. What are they going to do? They don't have to go bigger, but what can they do in the final two episodes, which is, you know, even more blockbuster. I mean, you know, we've got to see what Lufin was talking about and why he's meeting with this, this chap, forgotten his name already. Um, or what he was trying oh, yeah, to, yeah. Get, um, to get involved with. I can't, obviously- I haven't got his name anymore, but the separatist fella. There's something going on there, so we, we need to sort of wait and see what that's all about. Um, the rebellion's becoming real, isn't it? You know, yeah. um, I think Claire said it, you know, you're going loud. You're, you're going, this is it now. It's, it's all changing. You, you need to make sure that you're doing things right. You need to, you need your head in the game. You need to forget about Andor. You need to forget about this. Cut off ties there and let's get going. And I think that, that little bit of let's get going is what we're going to see in the final two episodes. I think after the prison break... Andor's going to sort of lose his, lose himself because it looks like his mum or, or adopted mum is on the way out. Yep. That's going to take him. Um, he's obviously just spent a load of time looking at what the Empire is doing to, to people and how they're just, you know, abusing them in prison. Um, <laughs> so I think he's going to go, do you know, you know what? No, I'm in this rebellion and I'm, I'm going to kick off. And we've just got to wait and see what it is. Um, oh. I'm excited to see it because there's, we don't know, which is great. We don't know. No, it's not this. It's not this type of show where we go. Oh yeah, we can see where the end is going to be. I, I love have, it. Honestly, I have no clue. I have no clue on where they're going to go with it. Which is what I want. I want to see more. I want to be kept on my toes. I want to be kept on the edge of my seat. Um, I just want to see. I just want to see more. I'm so happy we've got 12 episodes of this show because it is by far the best show that I've seen. I never thought that I would say that I'm enjoying Andor more than Kenobi, but I am. No. And it's that humility and that honesty that you get on the sessions. And I think a lot of people have, have kind of faced up and not necessarily that they prefer it to another show, but more even that they're like, this is great. I did not know that this was going to be as good as it is or, or, or it's going to carry so much depth or emotion. Seeming, seemingly uh, that nothing seems to happen according to people, but everything is happening in this. There's so much happening. Like you said, we don't, you know, there, there are so many ways that this series, this season, sorry, could end. Mm. But at the same time, there's so much that could just happen in the next episode before we even get yeah. anywhere near to that. And that's yeah. the exciting part, mate. And um, you mentioned earlier on very eloquently that Cassian is terrifying. You know, Cassian, you can see the fear in his face. He looked comatose at one point at the end. And we're, we're going to see a new part of Cassian. We're seeing a bit more development to not development, but like he's beaten down now. He's, He's in it now. He's he's knee deep in this, so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna see his evolution from from Cass from Casser to from Keith to all these people yeah. to Captain Cassie and Andor and Rogue One. It start. I think you're right. I think it starts now. He's gonna go yeah. to Ferrix and something's gonna happen, and that's gonna be it when he sees what happens to Marva or with Marva. We've got um in the la- the last arc we had. Let me remember Nemec, Skeer, sorry Skeen, um Vel, Sinter, and Tamarin, I remembered them. The guys nice. from the Aldani arc. Now we've got Jembok, Zorl, Targa, Ilaf, Melshi, and Ham. Guys called Ham. Ham. They're our <laughs> they're our new teammate. 
again, I wonder if how many we, we might as well have a Deadpool on them at some point. How many oh, of them yeah. are making out of life? They're all dead. Yeah. So we got so they're we're going to be following them along now. Dedra, she's after Axis. She's after Luthan. She's going to go to Ferrix with a well, like tool up to the eyeballs to get <laughs> as much information as possible. Marva, she's now been acting like a rebel. She's snoop, snooping around where she shouldn't be. She's getting hurt in the process. Bix yeah. is an interior is an imperial custody. She's in trouble. Uh, Luthan is cacking himself about <laughs> Andor. There's so much going on, mate. Claire as well is she's calling the shots. What's her game? Vel is not happy. Sinter's scoping out as well. Come on, I mean, there's nothing. Um, Mon, you've got Mon. She needs that yeah. money. Perrin's giving naughty, dirty looks. Tay is needs to step up his game to hide that money. Trying to tell me nothing's going on. I don't know what's happening in the next episode, mate. Yeah. I can't Which is you. amazing. What amazing storytelling that we're seeing in this yes. show. It is honestly, it's so well written and it's so refreshing. Not saying that any, anything we've had before isn't. It was all fantastic. I'm here for every single type of Star Wars. You know me. I mean, hopefully I anybody that listens to this podcast is here for any type of Star Wars. But hopefully. this is something so new and still Star Warsy. They've done such a great job with this whole show. And this episode on its own has been fantastic. It's been fantastic to show the change and switch and just a little bit of a step up, just a little bit of, right, okay, here we go. Yeah. It's in that, you know, we kicked off with that sort of mid, mid-season mid sort of finale-esque, um, you know, which was mad. I love that. Um, and now it's really starting to go, right, here we go. Let's build this right up to see how we're going to end with a, a big bang I think we're going to be really pleasantly surprised with the end of this season. Yeah, no, I can't wait, mate. We're we're in the final stretch now, mate. We've got four episodes left, uh, two more of this arc, and then the finale. Now, at the end of every episode, we rank each episode out of 10. I rank mine out of Cassie and Anders out of 10, <laughs> and Luke does his out of Ponder Babbers. Question for you, though, mate. Is what is your ranking situation? What is your scheme? What are you ranking that out of first? Oh, right. Okay. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Jawa juices. (laughs) (laughs) We drop it. We're dropping it. So Jawa juices, mate, out of 10 Jawa juices, we're going to give episode eight of Andal. I'm going to go for a very strong, I'm going to go for an eight out of 10 Java juices on this one. I love this one. So yeah, eight out of 10 Java juices. What about oh, you, man? man? Uh, I think the last episode, I think I gave 8.3 out of 10 because I thought that was excellent. Do you know what? I'm going to do it, mate. I'm going to do it. I'm going up by 0.1 because I think this one was a step. Like you said, they've taken it further. They've gone up yeah. and everything that they've introduced and all these threads and subplots, which are just bubbling away. Mate, this is, going to explode at some point so i am going to give this 8.4 cassian ander out of 10 cassian ander so 8.4 cassian anders out of 10 it still gives still gives plenty of wiggle room for the next four to go higher and higher and higher and higher so uh mate we love this episode we love andor we hope everybody out there is loving andor thank you everyone for listening dave mate thank you for coming on filling master biowalker's boots for the week Anytime, man. Absolutely loved it. As always, a pleasure. And we're going to be seeing Dave at MCM this weekend. I cannot yeah. wait to sit down and have a pint with all the guys and girls there. Uh, in the meantime, though, mate, we've mentioned uh, the group. We've mentioned you many times as well. We should. Uh, where can everybody in the world find 
find the Black Series group and where, where can I find you online? Yeah, cool. So if you want to follow the Black Series Instagram, it is at starwars.theblackseries. So I share all types of sort of Star Wars Black Series photography and new and up and coming figures. If you want to find the collecting group on Facebook, it is UK Star Wars Collectors. Um, you can just type in UK SWC. I'll pop up on there. On there, I do loads of stuff, short sharing collectible news and things like that. Uh, competitions, pin badges are being made and produced, things like that. So, yeah, really active group. Go give us a little follow on there. Or if you want to hear all things collecting, then please check out the Collectors Guild, which is on the Star Wars Sessions uh, main feed. So, yeah, well, that's me. Yeah, go check out Dave. He does an awful lot for the collecting community. The pin badges are incredibly they were incredibly well designed, incredibly well made as well. I've got my uh, Ray Skywalker in pride of place yeah. here, of course, English Rose. Um, and yeah, yes. Collectors Guild on the Star Wars Sessions podcast feed. Keep your ears out for that, uh, for the next episode. We've done two so far. We're going to have another one. If there's anything you want to hear on the Collectors Guild for that matter, yeah. if there's anything that you want um, us to discuss or Dave to go back to the group and sort of get some info about, uh, let us know and we'll do everything we can to get that on the next episode or episodes of the Collector's Guild you can find us I've got to do Luke's part now and I haven't got the notes <laughs> so this is going to be tough but you can on, find I know <laughs> here's a pressure starwarsessions.co.uk uh, you can find us across all the social medias including TikTok find us on there to search Star Wars Sessions uh, if you want to join us and support us on Patreon you can do patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions lukey boys dropped a fantastic episode with uh the dude from world of thrills and i've just dropped one with eric eilison about the high republic it's filthy and if you want to talk about sessions star wars even with more of us you can tell i haven't got the notes check out our (laughs) discord group dave's on there it's a wonderful community on there it's a star wars safe place for you to come on have a chat about anything not even star wars sometimes we've got plenty of subreddits sub groups for you to join on there just ask us for the link we'll give that to you if you want to continue supporting the show for free, you can do by leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice because it gets more listeners in, it gets us up the algorithm, and it's another way for us to hear from more of you guys each and every week. And tell all your Star Wars friends and family <laughs> and everyone about it. Tell your Ewok, tell your Nan, tell your cousins, tell your cat, the more the merrier, the kettle spicier. Um, tell Dave Dunn, a man who's cut from diamond and bleached champagne, that this is the podcast you're looking for. Dave, Thank you. So I did it. I did it. I got there. Thank you, you so it. much, you mate, for coming it, mate. on. Smashed it. Love it. Thank you so much for having me, man. Anytime. Um, yeah. Looking forward to MCM. It's coming along. It's almost there. Everyone, thank you for listening, guys. From me, may the force be with you and see ya. Ciao, guys. Have a good one. This is the way.